Who's that stranger you got with you? You know who that is, Puppy said. Let's just set it to counter, Glenn. They eased into a pair of round padded stools. The linoleum of the counter was so worn it had no pattern. They could see hamburger patties sizzling on the grill behind the register. The room smelled of smoke, onions, grease. Where's Jewel? said Glenn. I don't know. Puppy was looking around. I guess she's in the back. He nudged Glenn in the ribs and gazed past his shoulder. How would you like to have you a little of that? Glenn turned his head and saw a young woman reading a magazine and smoking a cigarette at one of the tables. She had on a white dress, and she wore some colored plastic bracelets on her wrists. She looked oddly familiar to him, like some child he might have once known or merely spoken to. Uh-huh, he said. She rocked slightly in her seat to some tune in her head and mouthed silently the words she was reading. Who is that? Erlene Price? No, that ain't her, is it? She's growed up some, ain't she? She must have heard them talking about her or sensed it. She looked up and squinted behind her glasses. She touched the frames to see better and nodded. Hey, Randolph. Hey, Glenn. I didn't know you were home. Yeah, Glenn said, smiling. I just got in. She nodded, grinned, and went back to reading her magazine. After they turned away, she looked back up at him again. Jewel stopped halfway through the kitchen doors with a carton of hamburger patties in her hands. She set them on the counter and wiped the hair out of her eyes and came down to stand in front of Glenn. She looked like she was about to cry. Don't do that, he said. She reached out and put her hand on his arm. He let it stay there, but he kept watching her face. She looked around at the people studying them. I've got to turn these hamburgers, she said. I'll be right back. She went to the grill and started flipping hamburgers, glancing back at him, edging something out of her eye with the corner of her apron. Right in front of the whole goddamn town, Puppy said in a low voice, and Glenn turned to stare at him. You think I give a shit what these people think? Puppy put his elbows on the counter and laced his fingers together. He shifted on the stool and peered up at a ceiling fan for a moment. Far as I know, you never did care what anybody thought. What'd y'all want to eat, Glenn? Jewel said. Just give us a couple of hamburgers apiece and some Cokes. Make them to go. She came back over to where they sat. Why don't you eat in here? I want to talk to you. I got a lot I want to tell you. She was trying to smile, trying to be cheerful. She didn't seem to know what to do with her hands. We got to go out to the cemetery, Poppy said. Glenn ain't been out there yet. Oh she said, watching him, glancing back at the grill where the smoke was rising thicker. Well, I'll hurry up and fix them then. I got some almost ready. She turned away and stood at a table and began setting out buns from a cellophane pack. Have you seen your daddy yet? We just got in just this minute. It sure don't seem like three years now. Seems like it went by in a hurry. I sure was sorry to hear about your mama.
Glenn didn't say anything. He pulled out a cigarette and lit it, plucked a bit of tobacco off his tongue. Let me get your Cokes, she said. She opened the drink box and reached in for a pair of short bottles, then pried their caps off and set them up on the counter. An old man in a suit walked up and leaned on it. You ain't got my dinner ready yet? She snapped her face up and her eyes got bright and hard. I'm fixing them fast as I can, mister. You'll just have to wait your turn like everybody else. The old man blinked and backed up. He looked at Glenn and Puppy with a hostile glare and sat down, then leaned back in his chair and muttered to himself. Jewel was stuffing a white sack full of hamburgers wrapped in wax paper. Glenn stood up and reached for some money, but she said, Don't worry about that. I'm sorry I'm so busy right now. I'll talk to you.